You're listening to a sermon originally recorded by Schweitzer United Methodist Church in Springfield, Missouri. Check us out online at sumc.co. And if this sermon blessed you, be sure to share it with someone else. Thank you so much for listening. Now, on to the message. My heart is not proud. My eyes are not haughty. I don't concern myself with matters too great or too awesome for me to grasp. Instead, I have calmed and quieted myself, like a weaned child who no longer cries for its mother's milk. Yes, like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, put your hope in the Lord, now and always. morning. My name is Jake. I'm an associate pastor here at Schweitzer. Welcome. Um, if you don't know, I am a husband of a beautiful wife. I am a father of a two-year-old daughter. And two years ago, after she was born, it didn't take me long to learn that babies are pretty darn simple, right? Their desires, their needs, they're pretty simple for the most part. And look, I'm maybe overgeneralizing here, but for the most part, can we agree that all they really need to stay happy is milk, sleep, to be held, and to get a diaper changed every once in a while. And as long as these basic needs are met, babies are, for the most part, content. For example, I've never heard a baby crying because their house wasn't big enough, or because their clothes weren't stylish enough, or because they didn't have enough toys. I've, I've never heard a baby crying because they didn't have any hair, or because people didn't think they were cute. Never heard a baby crying because someone didn't like them or didn't think very highly of them. I've never heard a baby crying because the stock market crashed. I've never heard a baby crying because the political landscape isn't ideal. I've never heard a baby crying about issues with immigration or equality or global trade, nor the state of the country or the state of the church. I just have never heard it. Why? Because a baby is content when its most basic needs are met. Now, on the same note, I have never heard a baby stop crying because the bills are finally paid for this month, right? I have never heard a baby stop crying because mom and dad got a bigger, newer car or a bigger, newer house. I've never heard a baby stop crying because someone complimented it on its cuteness, right? I've never heard a baby stop crying because a new TV show came on TV or because a new iPhone came out. And I have never heard a baby stop crying because a new Supreme Court justice was selected. I've just never heard it. Why? Because a baby is only content when its most basic needs are met. So here's what I'd like to propose to you, my brothers and sisters, this morning. Is that as children of God, we need to remember that we are children, not God. And as his children... Our most basic need, our most basic need is God. Our souls will not be satisfied. We will not find 
lasting contentment apart from our most basic need, which is God, because we are his children and forever will be. Now, please hear me. I am not suggesting that like children, we ought to abdicate all of our uh, response, abdicate ourselves of our responsibilities, nor that we should stop caring about, about politics or paying the bills, right? What I am suggesting is this. To think that anything other than God will bring lasting contentment to our souls is wrong. It is misguided. No matter how much good we do in life, no matter how much we acquire or achieve or accomplish, we will not find lasting contentment until we find it in God. He is the only source that will satisfy our souls. Now in our psalm today, King David he compares his, his state of mind as he was writing this psalm to that of a baby who is calm, quiet, and content in his mother's arms. And we're going to use this analogy today. I know we tend to think of God as, mother, or as father, but God is just as much mother as he is father. So let's read Psalm 131 together. I'm going to be reading from the ESV. It's a really short psalm. We already saw it once. Here we go. Oh, Lord, my heart is not lifted up. That's a way of saying I am not proud my eyes are not raised too high. That's a way of saying I do not think too highly of myself. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. I want to stop there for a second. You know, I could have preached on pride. I could have preached on arrogance. I could have uh, preached on preoccupation, worry, anxiety, or ambition. All, you know, and, and I thought about it for a long time, but here's the reality um, is that those things stem from all sorts of, a host of, all kinds of reasons that we could dig into. But, but the cure to pride, to arrogance, to worry, to anxiety is to become like a child. And so David says this, but I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Now the writer of this psalm is significant. It's King David. Here's why it's significant. Because King David was a man of many possessions, right? He was a man of great honor. He was a great king. He was a mighty warrior. He was a man of influence and power. He was a man with incredible responsibility, a kind that I can't even begin to comprehend he was a man of the people. He was a man of great wisdom. And my point is this, that David was about as far from being a child, or quote-unquote child, right? Let alone a baby, as a, I can possibly imagine a person to be. Babies have no possessions. They have no power. They have no responsibility. They have no mental capacity, right? And yet it's David, King David, who says, I have become like a child like a baby with its mother, by calming and quieting my soul. Here's my take on this. To become like a child, which by the way is necessary for entering the kingdom of God, to become like a child isn't to rid ourselves of our possessions, although that may be required of us at some point. It's not to rid ourselves of our responsibility or of our, our knowledge. It's to rid ourselves of all of our complicated desires. All those desires that have nothing to do with God 
It's to simplify our, desi- our desires. What makes us children from a kingdom perspective is when our desires are incredibly stupid, simple. Like the desires of a baby who want nothing but to be nourished, sustained, filled, loved by their parent. So when David says, I've calmed and quieted my soul, I think what he means is that he's released himself from all of the noise, right, the junk, all of the things we can so easily attach ourselves to and his desires have become simple. Now this morning, I could talk, and usually I feel like our sermons are, are far longer. I could, I could talk and go much greater in depth on this. I, I don't, I don't want I don't want to give us too much to think about, right? I, I want us to experience this together. I want us to know what it's like to calm and to quiet our souls in the presence of God and to be truly satisfied, some of us, for maybe the first time in a while. So I'm going to share with you a meditation that I've been doing for quite some time now. It's something that um, I don't ju- just want you to do today. You know, and if it's effective, I want, I want you to take this home with you. I want you to begin to practice this. And I want this, this kind of seeking our like, soul-level satisfaction in God alone to be something that permeates our very existence as a church, right? So meditation is this idea um, that, that some people think is super like, like Eastern and, and kind of out of bounds for Christianity, whatever. I, I need to remind you that Christianity is an Eastern religion. Um, and meditation uh, has been in the faith since as long as the faith has existed. And, and it helps me to think of it this way. It's kind of like cleaning out the garage. My garage is incredibly messy right now. Um, I've been working on all kinds of projects, um, and I got a table saw earlier this year, and so I've got wood everywhere and tools, and, then I'm, and, and so neither my wife nor I can park in the garage. Um, and so I'm really feeling the need to clean it out so we can find it. But, but you know what? My wife said the other day, she's like, I don't really mind it. I've kind of got used to just parking outside, you know? And, and I think our souls can get used to just, just being cluttered, Right? We forget how nice it is to be able to park in the garage. And, and the car in this metaphor is God, right? We need to create space in our souls, in our hearts, in our minds for God to fill that space. And if we go too long with the cluttered garage, we begin to forget what it was like, how satisfying it truly was to have God there. So meditation is this process of kind of just cleaning out, organizing our garage and filling that space with God. So here's how this meditation, particular meditation goes that I want to share with you and that we're going to practice here when I'm done. I say, God, all that I have is yours. Now I think about this. What all do I have? I have uh, things. An iPad, Bibles, books at home. I have a house. I have a car. I, I, I go as far, I use my imagination, I go as far to imagine myself having to live in an apartment or on the streets. Like, I, how, how do you give your house to God without, like, literally selling your house? You imagine yourself without it. Can I really relinquish this to you, God? Do I need this in order for my soul to be satisfied and content, right? 
So it's this process saying, God, I just I give this to you. I don't need this to be content. And what we may find is that, well, really we do, and we've got to kind of die to that little piece of ourselves, right? So that's the beginning of this meditation. All right, so um, then I say, what, do I, what else do I have? I have health currently. God, I give that to you. There will be a day where I no longer have health. Will my soul be content? What else do I have? I have, um, at least for some of you, hopefully, uh, respect among people in the church. There may be a day where I am called to preach something where I lose the respect of of many Christians who once had respect. You know what? I, I don't know. But will my soul be content if I no longer have the respect and yet am still faithful to God? I don't know, but God, I just, I give that to you. I don't need people's respect. I just, all I need is you. And so I get to a point where I relinquish myself, I I release myself, I detach myself from all that I have, and what's left is simply God. And then the second thing I do is I say, all that I desire, God, is yours. So it's all that I have, all that I desire. And think about all of the things that you want, right? Like right now, my wife and I, we're saving up for a new car. And there's something in me that really thinks, like, when I get that car, my soul will be more content, right? And yet, no. So i got to say, God, I, I give that to you. What if I never got that, that bigger car for our family? It would be okay. I don't need that. I, I, I give that to you. I desire for the, the stock markets to go up, you know? And the companies I've invested in. What if that doesn't happen? Will I be content? God, I give that to you. What What do I desire? I desire to have a bigger family. What if we can't have any more kids? You know, so I just, I give that to you. I imagine those things not, you get the idea. All that I have, all that I desire, God is yours. And many of these things are good things. What's left at the end of this meditation is that I desire nothing but God and I have nothing but God. Therefore, I have all that I desire, and I can just be content in him and him alone. So that's what I want us to do this morning. What we're going to do for the next three minutes is play a song that our creative team has produced, and it's a song that uh, was built around Psalm 131. The words will be on the screen. If you need to pay attention to them, that's okay, but I invite you to just eyes closed, eyes open, do exactly as I just said. God, all that I have is yours. All that I desire is yours. Become like a child in his presence who desires and needs nothing but him. And let's let our souls be satisfied. 